Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor, Podium. Whispering Loudly is the workshop whisperer podcast. Hi, I'm producer Mel and I'm with Rachel Evans. She is the number one business coach for auto repair shops in Australia and New Zealand. And you've got clients abroad now, Rachel. What do you notice some of the nuances of the people that you work with overseas? Does America really have coffee that's that bad? Well, we know that. (laughs) The only good coffee in America, sorry to our American friends, is the Australian coffee houses. Like, we know that. Yeah, I think I did a couple of radio shows over in West Hollywood when I was working radio and I think Hugh Jackson actually owns a coffee shop in West Hollywood and they say it's one of the best, you know. Yeah, we found this uh, coffee brand on the east coast of the US and uh, I assure you I'm not being paid any money to say this, but hey, if they if they hear it, feel free. I think it was Bluestone Coffee and we would literally trek around New York and we even found them in Philadelphia because <laughs> they make Vegemite on toast, a traditional oh Aussie goodness. cappuccino, That's not so this wet thing yeah. that, um, that Starbucks thinks is a frothy milk on top of your coffee. It's, it's oh. called a wet. Mm, I'm not really yeah. into the flavours much either. Look at us, no. business owners. We just love coffee, don't we? Oh, we do. Just give it to us. I don't know about I had a pumpkin latte once in uh, Oklahoma. They're big on that in the US. But we do love – do you know what? The thing I love about the US is, especially being a business owner, you know, that spirit of entrepreneurship over there and their real – you know the high-fiving that goes on for other people's success right the way they celebrate each other having wins uh, you just took beautiful you took me back just then i was having flashbacks because Mm. every time i get out of the plane and walk out the doors for the first time at lax i can smell that like i can feel the different atmosphere and i am so creative i can feel that energy coming off you (laughs) you feel it i am so creative when i'm in the u.s because there is just uh this celebration like you say of success and i think we could do a lot better Mm. ourselves here with that in australia and we've spoken about it before you know tall poppy syndrome and whatever but yeah it's something special the u.s the auto repair shop owners that we speak to they are extremely hard working always chasing the next dollar yeah not so much interested in the lifestyle not as much as what we are here in australia and new zealand just looking for big success yeah more money more money I, i guess what you could get out of that mentality is just doesn't you don't have to be overseas you know in america or whatever stop and take stock of you know where you started Mm, and congratulate yourself from time to time and your friends that you see in business doing really well we could do a little bit more of that workshop whispers coming up next learn tips and strategies from the comfort of your lounge room to make your auto repair shop hum in workshop whispers whispering loudly is the workshop whisperer podcast with rachel evans and today we are doing workshop whispers we hear from you about your auto repair shop and then rachel gives you some advice tk from bendigo in victoria asks hi rachel love meeting you at the aaaa expo double a double a double a double a cool (laughs) i'm currently a sole trader and i'm swamped with jobs and customers calling every day i've had someone approach me wanting to work in my auto repair shop but i'm not sure if i'll be able to financially be able to afford someone else to join the team i don't know how long i can juggle my business life like this what advice have you got gosh tk this might turn into a jfd 
FDI. Yeah. Uh, right now in this current climate, if you've got somebody offering to come and work for you, you would be mad not to investigate that opportunity, number one. But number two, when you're the only person there, if you don't put your faith in hiring your first team member and seeing where that opportunity goes, you will always be in the situation that you're in right now, which is where you're flat strapped, you're doing everything, you're not doing a good job of looking after the customers and you're not doing a good job of being as productive as you could. Mm. That's not to say that your workmanship isn't excellent. It, you know, 99 times out of 100, we're talking about gifted technicians who are owners of businesses. But you can't do both sides of the business well when you're trying to do it yourself. So I would very much explore this opportunity of this person that wants to work for you. Obviously, you know, we we want them to fit your idea of a good cultural fit. You're going to work very closely with them because for a while it's just going to be you and them. Um, But in terms of you being able to afford it financially, you may not be able to afford the option of not hiring them. Yeah. So what you uh, should consider doing is filling them up first and giving them a full 38 hours, you know, as soon as you can, which allows you to then spend a little bit more time on the customers, making sure your invoices are going out on time, making sure that, you know, everything's right with parts. Uh, You might even get to do a little bit of marketing so that you can then start to fill yourself up a little bit again. And then we continue with the hiring process. So you get to a point where it's then time to hire the second person. And uh, that might be someone in the front office because you actually prefer to be on the tools or it may be that uh, you decide to look for a second technician but TK this sounds like the perfect opportunity to jump in to being an employer and in a market where we've got a skill shortage definitely investigate this person that is asking if they can work for you. Want to find out how the Workshop Whisperer team can put your auto repair shop on the path to business success? Head to www.workshopwhisperer.com slash whispering loudly to claim your free workshop success session with the team. Ashley from Southport in Tasmania asks, I have an amazing team member who has been with the business just over two years now. However, in the past, I've noticed his performance declining. When I spoke to him about it, he mentioned that he loved the business, but maybe not his position as a tech. He was interested in admin or the possibility of becoming our next service advisor. Have you ever experienced this? And what would your advice be? Okay. Ashley, first of all, thanks for the question. This is not uncommon, especially for technicians that get to a certain point in their career. So we don't know how old this particular technician is, but you know, the body can only take so much and there comes a certain time where some would rather than leave the business or or leave the industry, just like to see if they can have a go at a different position, which, as Ashley writes, might be admin or service advisor. Or it could be uh, a younger guy who has just lost his passion for working on the tools, but again, doesn't want to leave your business. So what we need to think about here is, is this person a suitable candidate for another role in the business? Because what we don't want to do is simply move somebody across that ends up not being a good fit because that's often costly to the business. A lot of shop owners assume that 
technicians will make great service advisors because they have the technical know Yeah, I was going to say they already know all of that so they don't have to learn it. So However, that's that's, it's not always the case okay. that they're a great fit because they like to diagnose things over the phone rather than do what is best practice, which is when someone rings up and say, oh, there's a noise here or I can smell this thing. It's like they almost know too much. That, yes, yeah. and it w- can work against you. Because they could spend more time on the phone, right, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so best practice is always to get the car to the workshop so a proper mechanical inspection can be done so the right diagnosis can be made. We sometimes find with uh, highly qualified technicians that uh, they diagnose over the phone, the car comes in, the customer's expecting a certain thing and perhaps a certain amount of money to repair it. But then when the inspection is done, it's actually turned out to be something else. And then the customer is a bit miffed because, you know, it wasn't what they were told. So that's the thing to look out for when you switch a technician over to service advising. So the red flags would be maybe too long on the phone with people. What else would be the red flag if they were to look at things that weren't working for the person? Well, service advising comes with three key KPIs Mm -hmm. and that is sales, so total sales dollars, gross profit dollars and customer satisfaction. So service advising is a, you know, a role with KPIs that are very important to the business. You know, with the right training, they're either hitting the KPIs or they're not. And that's the really easy way to work out um, if they're right for the role. So if we have, you know, someone that is diagnosing too much over the phone, then we're obviously going to have a higher rate of customer complaint or dissatisfaction. So they're not going to meet the customer satisfaction KPI. They're not going to meet the sales or the gross profit dollar KPI. Thank you so much for your advice today, Rach. If you've got some more time, go on and listen to another podcast or please rate and review us five stars if it pleases. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor, Podium. 